Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Today, I have Julia Amrogi with us on Audio Gyan. She's a co-founder and a curator of a non-profit organization, Street Art India Foundation. which has been making waves in the indian street art movement it aims to make our streets more interactive through the medium of urban art festivals across india they have been instrumental in improving the aesthetics of cities like delhi hyderabad bangalore and mumbai and today we are here to discover what goes in making it happen thank you julia for giving us your time and welcome to audio gyan hi thank you so much for having me yeah so uh Yeah it's a pleasure to uh, talk about art in general and obviously I would like to cover a topic which is street art movement in India uh, so yeah yes. so to begin with uh, just to set context can you tell us uh, briefly what is street art project about i mean uh, since when is it active uh, and what you guys do exactly in the project sure So uh we started in 2014 um we met uh, during like a, a very small project called Kirki Extension uh it was like sort of one of a kind of street art project it was the very first in India uh, in Delhi uh and uh one of the co-founder like Hanif Qureshi was like um part of the project um and then there were like you know other artists such as Amitabh Kumar, Anpu, Yantra, um, that basically were experimenting on the walls um, in, in a very initial sort of um, uh, way. Uh, and we kind of like all felt that uh, the reaction of people in this like urban village uh, of Kirki in Delhi uh, were absolutely amazing and so inspiring and motivating and also the outcome of the pieces in the sort of reimagination of this neighborhood uh, was uh, something extremely um, promising and extremely exciting to work more on uh, and therefore like we decided to Uh, do like our first festival which was in Delhi in 2014 and you know it was like made out of passion out of uh, the support of friends uh, which were like street artists uh, from across the world uh, so it was like literally a sort of uh, very spontaneous aggregation um, but then what happened right after is that the uh, the feedback that we got from people from government uh from like artists themselves uh where um i mean um, literally stimulating and so we decided to create the ngo uh because every one of us like even working in um, different fields so uh, akshan noyal was um documenting like alternative uh, cultural realities in india through his channel called now delhi arjun behel who's like the festival director was um working in the music environment um tanish was working with him and hanif was a graphic designer but also an artist and i was a curator back in italy uh, also a street art project so we all uh, kind of like thought that um we need more alternative avenues for art to uh, to kind of like uh, spread across our cities and uh, going out from the sort of 
uh, sterile environments of galleries and museums, um, and also to create, like, you know, platforms for cultural exchange, platforms for artists to uh, engage and interact together. So it was like a sort of um, mix of reasons uh, why to experiment, like, you know, this form. And one of them was also that, you know, like, Indian streets are full of people uh, and like you know the, the there is a very thin line between what, what is public and what is private a lot of people like you know live and work in the streets um, but eventually those streets are also pretty neglected uh, a lot of time so how to generate an awareness about our public spaces how to make our public spaces more livable more sustainable more engaging and uh, the only tool that we know is art and so that's how we started mm-hmm. interesting interesting uh, i also did a interview with uh, amitabh kumar so i got some insights uh, onto uh, the overall project but the, the the follow-up question which i would like to ask you is like what is the importance of like murals in general in society i mean uh, how and like what changes happen in the cityscape uh, if things uh, if walls are painted or murals are done uh, as per your understanding well uh, i mean i feel that there are many changes and a lot of consequences which at times are also um sort of uh, um unpredictable but the most predictable ones are that um According to the approach that an institution or an artist has in the streets, the main thing is to be very site-specific as much as it could be. Uh, and therefore, sort of like speaking about local narratives, interacting with the architecture, interacting with the stories and history of the space in which one's work. And eventually what this means is that... Um, there is like a very strong sense of belonging that gets generated out of it. So like the local communities or the residents of the area, and at times, like, you know, in in the case of like very big murals, like I don't know who uh, of you that you are listening, like uh, saw Ada Safalke mural on MTNL building in Bandra Reclamation Bridge, or recently like we've done... Um, large mural of uh, Gandhi getting out of a train on Churchgate Station. Now, those are like sort of symbols. And we need symbols. We need symbols to uh, uh, recognize ourselves in cities which might become alienating. Uh, we need symbols to sort of uh, surprise, uh, like, you know, get, get surprises on our daily life, which are like very functional somehow. Everything has a function while art doesn't. Uh, per se, but eventually it has the function of letting you reimagine what surrounds you, and uh, that's the source of life, I think. And uh, no matter, like you know, the background that you have or your upbringing, everyone can connect very easily uh, with um, a large-scale work in different mm. manners, according obviously on how you read the piece, but. Also, if you read it on a very first uh, layer, like the the point is like, you know, the surprise of something that wasn't there. And, you know, we never question our spaces when it comes to a Vodafone board or a Starbucks board. It's kind of taken for granted that this visual pollution is part of our daily life. But what happens when you have art, which doesn't respond to any function per se, then you start wondering and you start 
being curious, wanting to know more, uh, wanting to also interact. Like, you know, like what happens a lot of time is that people start talking about their public spaces because they see something very unexpected and so they wonder why. And this dialogue is what is like the most efficient manner to actually starting to have an awareness about where we live and therefore also becoming more uh, more more careful. So mm. a lot of times, like, you know, the very, mm, one of the beautiful consequences is that the spaces in which we started working, like being a Lodiar district, being a Mahimar district or a Maktar district in Hyderabad, um, is that the residents themselves, started to kind of own the place, you know, and feeling that, wow, these people and these artists like brought such a, such a brightness in our lives and such like important inputs. And now we are the one that have to be the keepers of this place. And mm-hmm. therefore, you know, like uh, littering like sort of uh, kind of stops or almost and and uh, kind of like, you know, new activities are coming up, microeconomy are sort of like also um, uh, getting activated. Um, and in general, like, again, there is like a sense of respect uh, because of the sense of belonging that gets generated. So I guess that that's one of the of the major part uh, that that artworks can contribute to a city. Correct, correct. In fact, uh, I did a recent interview with Atul Pete. And uh, he's mm-hmm. a he's a big playwright uh, from Pune, uh, and uh, we were discussing about how like cities are getting flattened in terms of their culture, in terms of their uh, architecture, in terms of their structure overall. I mean, if you go to mm-hmm. a core of Bombay, core of Delhi, or core of uh, Bangalore, uh, the the places look pretty much flat, the same. So these these murals also help, as you mentioned. Uh, bring a sense of identity to the overall space as well right uh, and totally and, yeah yes 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 brilliant uh, uh julie i want to ask you uh, like since you pick these uh, places like uh, the sasoon dock project also which we'll talk about briefly later but uh, mm-hmm. but uh, the lodi district or places like this so do uh, these art forms need to be site specific i mean how do you pick your canvas yeah, so like there are like um like different criteria. <laughs> Let's put it in this manner. Like uh, when it comes to you know a lot art district, what happened is that uh, in Delhi you have very limited public spaces in which people can freely go, take a walk, uh, being there, just like you know, just being there seriously. And a lot of time, like you know, malls are considered to be public spaces, but they are not really because I mean they are first of all informed by private uh, interests and secondly, uh, like you know there is a frisking system. It's not that everyone steps into a mall, right? Correct. Um, and then there are like very few parks, but Delhi is not really a walking friendly place, unluckily. So we kind of like uh, started like looking around and then we just bumped into this place like Lodi Colony and uh, we've noticed that they were like broad sidewalks, uh, there was greenery, uh, there was not that much traffic, 
the it was very pedestrian friendly and uh, at the same time it had like all these big walls you know which are all the same and uh, so they are like beautiful canvases and on top of it is also like fairly central so it's easily reachable with the metro it's like you know very close to Lodi Garden uh, but if you were googling before Lodi Colony nothing was coming up like I mean images of Lodi Garden were coming up so to echo also your uh, comment about like creating identities for the cities that's an extremely important comment because what happened is that, you know, in Delhi you have Red Fort, Umayyan's Tomb, like Lodi Garden, all these amazing heritage places. But what are we doing in the present for the future? Like, what is the present identity that we want to sort of create for our cities? And then that's where we thought that Lodi was just the perfect place to kind of create a, a area of interest in the city, both for citizens and for tourists. Um, because eventually, like, you know, tourists comes after the citizens and a lot of time there is also this sort of misunderstanding that, you know, a lot of programmings or, um, I don't know, like events, like it's just, oh, let's get tourism in. No, like, first of all, you have to work for the city and then tourism comes like sort of automatically, you know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like basically Lodiar district was just perfect to uh, have an environment which was, uh, airy, green, uh, pleasant in general to walk around, and uh, and and so we picked it. And it belongs also to the government. It belongs to CPWD. So another good aspect of it is that in the world, a lot of times street art projects generated uh, a sort of gentrification, uh, which we would like to stay a little bit away from. So working with the government is also like a very good part of it because you can really create policies towards public spaces, towards how to interact and see public spaces. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so like Lodi Colony was chosen out of all these reasons. Um, to give you another example, like Sassoon uh, was chosen because um, we, we were really looking at like some sort of warehouse, abandoned, like, you know, characteristic space, which could already have like a lot of stories around like stories about Bombay you know like mm -hmm. what is the DNA of Bombay is like a port city I mean it was all made by trades right Correct. but now it's like super fastly growing so also these sorts of local identities are getting sort of uh, forgotten you know and nothing so we're searching places we always like you know look around look up uh, walk a lot in the cities and uh, we got to know about Sassundok so we went there and we started like discovering that, yes, a lot of people in Bombay knows what Sassundok is, but mostly no one ever, ever been there. Correct. And uh, we just bumped into these like two warehouses, abandoned, super dirty, very difficult place to work in because, I mean, um, mainly it's like the biggest old fish market of, of Bombay. Um, so just like, you know, the, the, the fishermen tribes are, are there, but we got so stimulated because it was, I mean, it is the oldest dock of the city of Mumbai. So it's where literally Mumbai started and it's surrounded by contemporary art galleries, the Taj and like, you know, Kolaba Causeway, all these amazing places. Yeah. And then you, yeah, Kalagoda. So it's already like, you know, extremely 
relevant for the DNA of the city. But again, one of those locations which were completely undiscovered. And what street art does a lot of time is that it adds a layer on what is already present. It adds a layer of imagination, a layer of understanding, a layer of beauty. It basically rediscover like assets, rediscover stories. And Sassundok was just a set for that. Mm-hmm. So that's also how the exhibition kind of like panned out because it was mainly uh, inspired by local narratives, by the traditions of like the fishermen tribes, uh, by local um, elements and visuals. So the artists used uh, fishnets, crates, um, like, you know, baskets, like all the materials which you see around and which are like majorly functional, like have been sort of reimagined completely uh, through, through art forms. So, yeah, correct, that's correct. how we can choose. Yeah. Just to uh, dig deeper into this, uh, is there any parameter as to, uh, say, suppose Lodi district or Sassoon Dock, as you mentioned, the nets, the fishermen, uh, the overall tribe, the overall vibe it has. Uh, yeah. do, you, do you intentionally uh, like pick up elements which are very uh, local or is it... Uh, you have something envisioned to make the place look like you got what i mean uh, like it's 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 you yeah. have you have an art form or you have something to be expressed which is already there but it may or may not sync with that particular site so what what the process uh, which goes into making that happen see basically what we what we do is that um, like our process goes a little bit in this way, like we pick a location because of like, again, the, the sort of uh, like beautiful characteristic that he has within the cityscape and within the city history. Um, and then we start researching on it, which means that basically we start researching about uh, the architecture, the residence, the, 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 the function of that particular place in the city. And we form sort of like, you know, working, working PDFs, um, out of which obviously uh, we um, kind of like already know that, okay, this particular artist can be perfect in this particular environment because of the previous work of the artist, right? So we invite a set of artists that we feel will respond in a very appropriate and good manner to the context. And we send the artist like all the information about it. Um, That's particularly my work because I'm the curator of the foundation, right? So I always also like many, many times, like I already have a precise, sort of suggestions for the artist to start thinking about the, the, the installation or the mural that he or she is going to paint. Uh, but then there is always like a very large margin of uh, improvisation once the artist come, uh, like, you know, comes like, in, like on seat to on site. Mm-hmm. And so like really feels and breathes and experience uh, the, the entire like place. Uh, but yeah, like there is like a, a sort of like uh, um, suggestions and inputs that uh, we always like to give to the artists. So like, you know, the visuals which surround a place like Sassoon Dock are so, are so characteristic, are so stimulating and also 
they can relate with our main public, which were the people of the dock themselves. Now, leaving this aside, obviously we had like thousands and thousands of visitors which were like belonging to very different backgrounds, very different parts of Bombay or India, or actually the world, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually it wasn't an invasion. Like what we want to do is we want to gel with the context, right? So using Correct. also local materials is very important. Then, as said, if an artist has a brilliant idea that can anyhow speak about the city, India, like the feeling that the artist also had, uh, and the idea is interesting, then we are very, very much open to explore and go also a little bit out of the, of the, the, the yeah, of the suggestions basically given. Correct, 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 yeah. Um, interesting. So, uh, Julia, uh, another thing which I wanted to ask you was, uh, since these artworks are always uh, out there in public uh, and in public spaces, uh, you as a festival director or curator, how do you like manage to find the balance between giving that artist the freedom uh, and yet having the limitations of being it a public art? You know what I mean, right? Like, it's, it's, it's a <laughs> yeah, kind of totally. a tricky question. It is, it is, it is. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, um, let's say that uh, it's tricky, but I guess that all the tricky things are also the most uh, challenging and worth uh, of an exploration. So at times, limitations are also uh, very, very um, uh, prolific for the artists themselves because... Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to sort of approach their own work as well and mm. the space with those limitations as well. Now, um, usually we give very little limitations. We start also the very basic ones, like we are an NGO, we are a foundation. Uh, we don't want to uh, sort of stand for any political parties, for instance. Correct. We can stand for causes, that's for sure. Like mm-hmm. we want to stand for causes such as environmental sustainability or, you know, like uh, democracy or uh, equality. So these large causes, definitely we want to take a stand for, but not in a political manner, you know, mm. more in a sort of call for awareness. So that means also that obviously our sort of requirement for the artist is like not to go political uh, against you know, like one party or the other, because that's not what we want to do. Uh, we want to join people. We don't want to divide people, you know, Correct. or also when it comes to nudity. Mm. We all know that in India, nudity is a sort of taboo, right? Mm. Yeah. So w- you won't you want trigger any constructive dialogue. You will just shut the people off or piss them off. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we think is a constructive dialogue, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that all, all these kind of limitations are the ones that are actually um, culturally uh, embedded and that we have to take, in, take, take into consideration just to create, a, as I said, a constructive dialogue rather than create a shock effect or or you know a sort of fight uh, effect so mm-hmm. yeah so eventually i think that um those limitations are still okay and then it's a lot of it's a lot of work to be able 
uh, not to restrict too much the artists. What I'm trying to say is that is a lot of work with the residents of, like, you know, of places in which we work. Is a lot of work with the government as well. And then at times, compromises are integral part of our game because we do public art, right? So mm-hmm. there are many actors. We mm. are one actor. The artists are another one. The government is another one. Then the residents, you know. So public art is public because it has to be site specific. It has to relate to all the parts, and and so it's fine to be the moderator of this of this initial discussion, basically. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it must be a very tact, uh, tactful w- job because uh, an artist would like to explore. uh like creativity in all possible dimensions but uh given the constraints uh uh there must be a lot of instances where do you like there are there instances where you have to intervene to change the narrative itself because uh, yes there were <laughs> there were yeah yeah and it was painful uh-huh. <laughs> yeah it and, was really painful i mean we had like a couple of very very delicate cases i must say mm-hmm. um the point is that see like we contact the artists most of the times like much more in advance mm-hmm. so we start our Skype conversation we start like you know trying to build a trust within each other so mm, there has been frankly speaking just like a couple of cases which were uh really on the on the borderline of being awful uh because of yeah like really very <laughs> controversial sort of uh, sort of like yeah problems but otherwise like yeah we we like you know i, I mean we already chose artists that out of their portfolio uh, they seem to be very sensitive and respectful and nice in general and that is after like a couple of ad calls we see that Hmm, oh my god, no. This can create some problems. Okay. Then very politely we kind of step out from the game, you know, and so yeah, that's that's what we try to do in advance basically. Mm-hmm. Then as said, a couple of times was awful. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I I remember Amitabh also saying that uh, it's a it's an evolving process because people uh, uh people either spit on the murals, people do all sorts of things uh, at least in India. uh and then the whole artwork evolves in a different direction because it takes uh probably weeks or days to uh finish the artwork and then it changes in the course of action itself yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely i mean at cool. times also the littering comes from the political parties as well so yeah. at times like we fight also in that sense because we are like Wait a second. Those properties are governmental properties. Correct. We are working towards regeneration, and then after a month, like you know, you have like shitloads of like political posters coming up. Like, I mean, what's wrong? Like, you know. So, yeah. At times, like also, also, there's the same one that are like actually, you know, in charge of Swat Bharat and whatever. Then they are the first one of yeah. like yeah, creating and spoiling at times. So yeah, it's a little sticky, but I mean. Uh, we better not to be discouraged by that right correct correct yeah actually that naturally yeah. flows into my like second last question which i have uh, so if we can safely say that street art india is uh, is an act of improving urban aesthetics um where are uh, we are still like a long way to go in india at least right so uh, what is your thought behind like how much time it will take 
what's your idea of basically aesthetically beautiful surroundings uh, within cities or other rural rural areas as well well uh, i mean very difficult question for many reasons like first reason is because india is huge uh and has very different dynamics from mm-hmm. urban, urban to rural areas second reason is because like cities are growing so fast mm-hmm. that um it's a very fluid system right so mm-hmm. how much time will it take oh god knows i mean like it also really depends on how city will grow uh generally i think that india is a country of amazing creativity amazing creativity if you look at you know the pawn shops mm-hmm. or the yeah like i mean the, the very small shops like you know nested in very small corners and super optimized in term in terms of like using the space and displaying their goods in a very nice manner as well so mm-hmm. creativity is literally everywhere the point is that again uh it's an awareness about public spaces and it's like a very uh, sort of rooted uh kind of characteristic you know like what is cleanliness like it's a very uh it's a very sort of shaky concept you know because yeah. i mean uh, for someone like cleanliness can be one thing and for some other can be a very different things mm-hmm. but what we notice is that when you create those spots uh of awareness when you create those spots in which all of a sudden from being extremely dirty you clean up you mm-hmm. regenerate the space completely then people understand immediately the value of it Correct. they understand immediately how much more pleasant is to work and Correct. to walk by mm-hmm. those places mm-hmm. so what i'm trying to say is that examples need to be set up uh needs to be pushed on and it takes a long time but it's possible it's uh, we see those like improvements all the time mm-hmm. again also since asundak like you know before mumbai bus trust obviously was crucial the collaboration with them they cleaned all the streets and they are still doing it mm-hmm. but the very important part is that we went back and we would did like some interviews with the locals and they were saying like we are the first ones that understood how to maintain the space clean and that we understood that it's so good when it's clean and also by seeing all these people coming taking photos even though the exhibition is closed like a lot of people are still going so again the sense of pride that i was speaking about initially mm-hmm. that's what also generates sense of ownership and belonging and therefore also these like important consequences mm-hmm. say so that um i think that like you know like to to like to be uh like for the urban spaces to be beautiful they have to respond to the people who are living there you know so respond to the cultural uh, sort of uh, instances uh, visuals i mean they have to be original contemporary but still very much radicated in what the space is and that's the only way in which it can gel with the people with the context with the environment with everything and being beautiful because a lot of time when you import models from abroad a lot of time it doesn't work it doesn't work because that particular idea of beauty has been generated through and because of totally different 
criteria and totally different um, way of thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. So it has to be site specific to be to be uh, visually appealing and to be sustainable on the long run. Got it. And got it. yeah, and then I hope that basically, like, see, like the point is that you you never do things by your own, mm-hmm. uh, and and it's a, it's and a collaboration. Therefore, like, yeah. Yes. Yes, and and this collaboration needs to be brought over, like by private institution, NGOs, government, mm-hmm. citizens. I mean, there has to be more sorts of avenues to create those spots of collaboration. Correct, correct. But I think that people are very much ready, and that's the good part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that that was pretty evident uh, during the Sasun Dot project, especially. So I believe uh, Sasun uh, Doc was uh, the latest work by Street Art, right? Uh, so what's what's coming up? What should we look forward to? Well, yeah. So like, I mean, it wasn't really the last one. Uh, right after Sasun Doc, since we are crazy and uh, like we have done a festival, a project in Hyderabad, one in Goa, one in Kakat, and one in Chandigarh. Uh, but they were like smaller projects, uh, mm-hmm. let's put in this manner. Uh, what's coming up next? I mean, um, many things are, are cooking. Um, some of them are still uh, sort of not really secret. It's just that we don't know if <laughs> they will go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mostly we are going to uh, work more on the cities in which we worked already, meaning we would love to do another Sassundaka project. Okay. We put a lot of effort uh, and we really do believe that to have long-lasting results, uh, you need to engage not once, but twice, thrice, mm-hmm. with the same people, with the same uh, place. Uh, and then you really see things changing for good uh, for the longest time. So we would love to go there again, creating a completely different immersive experience, um, working much more and in a much deeper manner with the local communities uh, and creating like really like a, a very engaging sort of process. Um, we are going to be back in Lodi, our district as well, uh, in February 2019. Again, in a very different format. So murals will be there, of course, mm-hmm. uh, but we are going to work with uh, traditional street performers, contemporary street performers. Like it will be basically a sort of two-month uh, calendar in which we hope to join together many, many different communities which are leaving public spaces in creative manners. Uh, can be like, you know, a, a crazy uh, uh, bicycle community that, like, you know, that does uh, bicycle tours in costumes. Basically, who all is leaving the city in a creative manner. So that would be... Um, a little bit of idea, along with uh, a lot of art in terms of murals, pop-up exhibitions, uh, performances and installations. Um, and then uh, we are going to go back to Hyderabad and Goa, which are like our annual appointment, uh, mm-hmm. thanks to the collaboration with uh, in Hyderabad with Arte Telangana and Kalakriti Foundation, and in Goa with Serendipity Art Festival. Mm-hmm. And then... Most likely, we are going to have one new city, which is Coimbatore. Um, Yeah, which we find it to be very interesting because it's like in the line of the Smart City project. Mm -hmm. Um, So there is like a lot of scope, again, to create value in the city through art. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and, and yeah so that's um, largely the plan yeah superb superb lots to look forward to uh, i think yeah, uh, so <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh, this is a good note to end this uh, obviously uh, there i have like tons of questions just uh, on sasun <laughs> project but maybe uh, we can schedule another uh, uh, interview for this but uh, people sure. yeah so i like uh, on a closing note i would like to tell people that you guys can follow s t a r t india uh, on instagram and follow uh, street art india's work um and i believe you don't have a website right now right there was a website but uh, there uh, was our website is under construction it's uh, a big construction since uh-huh. we we've done like yeah, many, many projects and yeah so it's still down but instagram is very much up and about yeah 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 definitely all right uh, julia thanks a lot for giving us your time and it was really pleasure talking to you uh and i just given the time constraint i otherwise i have like few more questions <laughs> but yeah let's let's keep it for a next session uh absolutely so, yeah thanks a lot it was pleasure thank you so much thank you so much <laughs> you yeah. soon and speak to you soon bye oh, bye bye and that's it from today's gyan session catch us on itunes savan stitcher or any podcasting app you use Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay tuned for more gyan on audiogyan.com. Till then, bye.